Welcome to Sherna Talks Beauty. I'm your host, Sherna Malone, and I love nothing more than a good chat. From skincare to self-care, makeup to menopause, no topic is off limits. So get ready to learn and be inspired as we embrace all forms of beauty and discover how to look and feel your best inside and out. This week's episode of Sherna Talks Beauty is brought to you by Revive Active, Ireland's number one dietary and supplement brand. Revive Active is more than just a multivitamin. It's a super supplement delivered in one daily powdered sachet, just add water. Formulated to support energy, the heart and immune system, and to reduce fatigue. To find out more, talk to your local health food store, pharmacy, or visit reviveactive.com. Welcome back to Sherna Talks Beauty. Firstly, thank you so much for all your lovely messages following the episode with Jennifer Rock aka the skin nerd and founder of Skin Ingredients. Uh, delighted you enjoyed it. I certainly did. And if you haven't had an opportunity to listen back to it yet, make sure to do so. This week, I'm joined by the wonderful Tanya Kidbeggs, founder and creative force behind Stories Parfums, Northern Ireland's very first luxury niche perfume house. And Tanya is another example of just how inspirational and empowering female-led brands can be. After a transformative trip to Grasse in the south of France to learn the basics of perfumery and create her own bespoke perfume, Tanya realised the power of fragrance to heal, release and transcend tragedy. And spurred on by this discovery, Stories Parfums was born. And Tanya has created the most beautiful collection of fragrances that, as she says herself, are a story in aromatic form. In this week's episode, you'll hear how the business developed from a hobby into a brand. We also hear a little bit about the inspiration behind her signature scents and the art of perfumery and the powerful role that scent plays in our lives. So whether you're sitting, walking or driving, enjoy this conversation with Tanya and discover the fascinating world of perfume and storytelling. Here's Tanya. Welcome, Tanya. It is so wonderful to see you here today. And thank you for joining me. How are you? I am really well, Sharon. And thank you so much for having me. It has been such an honor to be on your show, your new show. So thank you. Well, I was trying to remember back to when we last uh, saw each other and it was a live, an Instagram live on your page. But I mean, it was definitely over a year ago, I think. Oh, yes. Absolutely. And oh my goodness, what a year we've had. Yeah. <laughs> it's just been so busy. So yeah, it's been a while since yeah. we've actually chatted properly. But for, for listeners, I suppose how I first uh, stumbled upon uh, you and Stories Parfum, I was out walking one day and I know I regaled you with the story and I was listening to you chatting about your story and Stories Parfums. And I was just like, oh my goodness, it was so inspiring. And I was so intrigued. And I remember going back to the house and it your story just really resonated with me. And for listeners now who might not be aware uh, of yourself and as I said, stories perform and your success, talk us, uh, you know, through when, when did this love affair with perfume begin for you? 
So always was fragrance something that really connected me to people and places. I always grew up with this feeling of my sense of smell was a very um, powerful one and always connected me, as I say, to people and places. Um, but it was actually only after my my children started to grow up a little bit, I went on a pursuit of a hobby and I, I thought, OK, what is it I want to do? I always love finding the fragrances out there that not everybody knew about. And I thought, you know, I was really intrigued about our sense of smell. And even my grandmother, who I sadly did not meet, yeah. I grew up feeling that I knew her because I knew her sense of her scent that she wore, her, her perfume. So I thought, what can I do for myself? I have four kids and I thought, you know, I was a stay-at-home mom. And I thought, well, I'm going to go on pursuit of looking for somebody who would teach me the art of perfumery, um, but uh, also allow me to create my own bespoke fragrance. Mm. And I thought that was going to be the hobby. The hobby, the to, hobby turned yeah. into yeah. <laughs> something quite, quite different. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it was funny, though, because I did go to grass in the south of France and oh, grass, as you know, yeah it's, it's the hub of the fragrance mm -hmm. world and I thought you know I, I want to go to the perfumeries there talk to some independent perfumers and just see who would allow me <laughs> to come in and learn a little bit about fragrance so I actually um, went to grass and I started chatting with a few perfumers and perfumeries and I started working with the third oldest perfumery in the world and I say work because they said Tonya come and spend some time with our it's called a nose a perfumer yeah. and she She'll teach you a little bit about, you know, the, the different families, how to blend, how you break down notes, etc. And I thought, perfect. So I took off to grass on my own without my children. It's a little bit of a holiday. And how did they respond to this? I mean, your husband and your children, were they like, go mum, this is fantastic. We're like, what well, was the... Uh, so my on. husband, yeah, definitely. I think he thought it was literally just a hobby. And he was, yeah, off you go. Yeah, my children were probably not really engaged at this stage at all. They just thought mum's away on a holiday, <laughs> I think. But um, so I went anyway and I spent a couple of weeks there in grass in the perfumery. Beautiful, beautiful place. And um, I started just learning about the art of perfumery and how to blend. And, you know, you, you just you blind test. That's how you learn. And you you sit at a perfumer's organ and you don't know what you're smelling. And because okay. this is all part of the process of learning. And I don't know whether you've ever learned um, to blind smell, but it's really difficult. So, um, and what you, you they turn all yeah. the names of the bottles away from you and they give okay. you a smell and they say you need to describe what you're smelling is there a color is there a shape is there um a memory or how does it make you feel and it's a really like an inner oh my god like an inner counseling sort of session yeah. therapy session because you have to it's really difficult to smell something and not know what it is okay. and this is what I find really intriguing and as my brand developed I developed this into it but um I had got anyway had created over 200 notes you smelt you had to break them down into top notes heart notes and back notes and then you're left with a, a beautiful fragrance and it 
was actually my experience there that led me to launching the brand. And, you know, okay. you know that story. Mm. And it was I had a trauma in my life when I was like about 12 years of age. And I my life spiraled out of control for many years. And I lived a very destructive life in my in my early and um, sort of teenage years um, and early 20s. And I had no childhood memories prior to the trauma. And I even though when I went through counseling at later at later stage, which was a hundred percent successful, and I actually um came, went on to train as a counseling practitioner because I re- all about inner healing and how the effect of unhealed trauma can really be destructive to us. That, yeah. And I was so fascinated with with this, and it was and to my the trauma was a hundred percent removed. I even went on to talk to young adults the effect of unhealed trauma and how that you can live out a very destructive life because of that. So none of the trauma affected me whatsoever. But I did not have those childhood memories, memories still before because the the trauma just seemed to overshadow those memories. But that all changed when I started working in the perfumery in grass. Because unbeknownst to me then, our sense of smell is the most powerful of all our senses mm-hmm. and it's closely linked to memory. And when you smell something, it activates a little part of your brain that actually act- keeps all your memories stored. So when I started using my sense of smell to, to create a perfume, it activated these memories. And when I had finished one of my fragrances, I sat back and I just tears streaming me really good stream yeah. of tears because I was taken back immediately into my grandfather's garden when I was prior to the trauma and I was being watched by my grandfather and father lovingly. And, you know, I realized that I had had a really good childhood. It was only this moment of yeah. trauma that had actually destructed my view of childhood. And through that, um, our olfactory system and our sense of smell, I learned to connect my memories again as a child. And I left grass with this absolute passion to tell people my story because I thought if this can happen to me, this can surely Mm. happen with other people, which is true down to our sense of smell. So that's how I started this whole journey. The hobby and then became a... I was just about to say, so when you left class, at that point, did you say to yourself, gosh, I've I've stumbled upon something here. I, I really want this to, to grow, you know, to grow and to flourish. I want to take this, you know, somewhere. At, was it kind of leaving grass on your way home or was it when you had settled back at home, you'd, you know, spoken to your husband and said, God, you know what? I want, you know, to create this brand. Was it that quick, literally deciding? It or? was literally on the plane, on the way yeah. home, I decided. And I just, you know, you have that peace and quiet traveling with no kids. And I literally just was, I need to, to do yeah. I want to do this I had never once thought of starting a brand um at all or starting a business yeah. um and I just thought you know it was so um emotionally connecting to me my story mm-hmm. that I thought I this is something that I've not heard of in the fragrance yeah. world you know I've never heard about the power of our sense of smell I've never heard 
how it, you can actually use your smell um, for trauma. And actually, mm. it is actually a method now that people do use with your sense of smell. And um, even in Alzheimer's, our sense of smell is the, the last thing that goes. And people use perfumes to try and keep memory activated. And actually, just when you said there about the memory and going back to funny, just your grandmother then, though you didn't see her and you say that memory, what was her scent? actually so she loved chanel number no. five yeah, my and it's funny i i don't i don't it's nothing that appeals mm. to me in the scent mm. it really doesn't i mean i i i can't say anything negative about it but it's just not my scent yeah. but that's i think in that era that's what they wore yeah. and she was yeah. she was a fabulous businesswoman in her day and here in northern ireland and she broke a lot of glass ceilings for women in her her time yeah. um, and i always felt connected with her and then she because she was an entrepreneur and i really felt with that this was kind of instilled in me as well yeah. and then i was able then to tell this story through through my sense of smell mm-hmm. and obviously she's included in that and when it came to creating we'll say was it stories number one that came first or stories two yeah so let me stories number one I it was always in my mind I'll tell you a very quick story about it well well, I went through the counseling and came out the other side of the trauma and I had the as I said the inner healing and I dealt with that unhealed trauma my sense of smell completely changed and I remember out walking my dogs at the time and just out in the fresh air and there used to be this smell used to envelop me and I never used to know what it was and I could never put my finger on it but I always remember this is over 20 years ago I remember saying to myself if I ever could make my a fragrance or bottle that scent that's what I would do and I remember going into lots of stores and trying different scents in my 20s trying to recapture this scent never could so when I went to grass in the south of France I had in the back of my mind I would love to try and recreate that scent. So that became stories number one. one. And the one thing with me when I work with scent and the perfumer that taught me, she lets me 100% work on my own. So she would then have taught me what notes go into top notes, heart and back, which I'll tell you a little bit about. But um, when I... She lets me work away and my story then appears. So I was able to work naturally on my own. She neither put anything in or took it away. Mm. She then took it and actually balanced it as what perfume the perfumer skill is incredibly um skilled and she took it and balanced it and so the that is where the top notes heart and bass notes come and number one came first and that was just recreated from my mind and I feel that I captured what my memory there perfectly and it represents me coming out of that dark place into the lighter place um, and then stories number two was the one that actually gave me back my childhood memory. So that was the scent that I, I just worked again completely blindly and developed the top heart and base. And we've over 20 notes in each of our fragrances. So there's a it's very complex. Mm. And I didn't get any memory as I was creating it. It was when I finished it in its complete form that I sat back and was transported to that memory. Um, so powerful. So, yeah, it's just such a, you know, and actually I've gone on to create more fragrances, which aren't yet 
out into the into yeah. being released yet but I it's the same thing happens that I work just blindly on my own creating the sense and always a memory or a story of mine appears um so yeah it's just the way I work and what's what's lovely is again with the we'll say the packaging on the coat you know the front of the pack there's nothing to say whether it's you know vanilla or um you know amber or you know all of these different um you know scents as such it's it's only on very tiny writing on the inside that you see what the actual notes are um yeah. i think that's brilliant because you know uh, for me, there'll be certain scents uh, where I'd be kind of, um, you know, I, I'd be drawn to. And then there's others I'd be like, actually, no, I don't really like that. And I remember hearing you say once how, again, we sometimes have these preconceived ideas about the scents that we like. And we might then not veer towards a certain fragrance because we're like, oh, no, I don't really like that. You know, we could be citrus or we could be musk or we could be. And that's what I love about Stories Parfums is that you just literally there's nothing telling you exactly what that is you just walk in and it's like ah I just love that scent that fragrance yeah yeah and that was on purpose Mm. the reason we numbered the bottles was because of these preconceived ideas and it was the experience I had when I was working at the beginning in fragrance and I arrived in grass and I was taught by a fabulous Russian perfumer and she spoke very little English and uh, I didn't speak any Russian but we connected in this world of creativity it was just very very special her teaching me and I had with me a list of notes that I liked and a list of notes that I didn't like and I I didn't know whether it was like a language barrier but she looked at me very peculiarly as if why she got this list of notes she likes and doesn't so she did understand me very well because when we got to those notes she said nothing she she, we we went through the process I described how I felt I wrote down any memories or feelings or um, I would see and picture, I smell, sorry, in picture. And when I smell something, I had to get a color or a shape. So that in itself was very interesting for me as well. But when I got to this, um, th- some of the notes that I, uh, particularly one note that I remember, she said, do you like it? And I said, oh, I do. And I started writing away. And she goes, well, that's vanilla. And I had gone with an idea that I did not like vanilla. And I quickly realized when I was in grass, my goodness, we all have preconceptions of what we think we like and we don't like. And I would have, if I saw vanilla in a perfume or a candle Candle, or anything, I would have have stayed clear because I had realized that I was... Um, I had a conception of that with the candles years ago that they were very overpowering um, vanilla. If you remember, mm. you used to walk into any some yeah. of the shops and the smell hit you and it was very sweet and sickening. And actually, that's not what vanilla smells like at all. So I quickly realized, my goodness, we are actually stopping people experimenting with fragrance because we're putting names on bottles mm. and the ingredients on the bottles. Yeah. And, you know, people will not try it if they aren't given that permission. So it's a little bit like a blank canvas. Um, Obviously, we need to have some sort of information on there for people. But we want people to stop really think about read my story because my story is written through. They are my true stories of what they mean to me. And the idea is that people don't necessarily 
um, think, oh gosh, yeah, well, my story's like hers or anything. It's more about going, wow, if that's what it means to her, what does it mean to me? And it gives people a place to really just yeah. think about their own story and, you know, just to stop and think, what is my story and what does this scent mean to me? But it never ceases to amaze me, the power that scent has and how I can smell a spray fragrance one day and it smells completely different on mm. me than the next. And it changes through season, seasonality. And, um, you know, one minute you can put it on and you feel as if you've got a hug and the next minute you put it on and you're transported to a memory. Yeah. And it's just evolving. And I love that about our mm. sense of smell and perfume. It's just so good. And, you know, when you came back, you you had the idea, obviously, on the plane, you're back, you've you know spoken to your family, and this is now going to be a business. I mean, first of all, it's very brave. And actually, one of the questions that a follower sent in was basically, yeah, how, how brave and courageous it must have been at that stage, you know, starting this, you know, business from scratch. I mean, okay, we think about whatever about creating the fragrance, and then you have, you know, bottling, packaging, like everything else that goes with the production. Was yeah. that very challenging? I mean, you know, how was that for you and getting getting everything off the ground, I suppose? So when I arrived back here in Ireland, I said to my husband, I'm starting a brand. And he laughed. I think he, well, he didn't laugh outwardly very much, but, you know, four and a half years later, we're still here and he's very, very supportive. But I knew for me that I needed to get to London for to launch this because I think my naivety actually was positive for me. Um, I just knew that if I needed to get into the luxury beauty and the niche fragrance mm. arena, I needed to go outside Northern Ireland. So I went to London and, and my naivety, I, I laugh about it now because it became a strength. I arrived at a PR company with little bottles all from the laboratory. I had no packaging, nothing, no business plan. And unknown to me then... They probably had such a laugh when I left, but I, um, they said, I said, these are my fragrances. These are my stories. And this is what I want to do. And I didn't know that you should arrive at a PR company with your finished piece, <laughs> <laughs> but they were honestly everything, you know, yourself coming from Ireland, such a small place, mm -hmm. probably everybody in Ireland, especially Northern Ireland knows everybody else and um, somewhere along the line. And we were, op I was opened because I went on my own with absolute open arms and people were always say, would say to me, um, oh my goodness, you're not there here yet, but here's somebody you need to meet and here's somebody you need to meet. And I met some fabulous people in the industry. And one of the things I learned very quickly, and I don't know whether it was an age factor and me being older mm -hmm. that helped me because rejection didn't mean a lot to me. I didn't care. I think I've been through yeah. so much in my life prior. If a no was a no, it was a no. Yeah. I wasn't going to get worried about it. Um, but I literally became a sponge like a child. And I, the people I met, I really just took all their information that I could. I, I did not know where to start with packaging, with production, anything. Um, and I am really delighted to say every part of the journey to I went into to we launched yeah. was completely my own everything from our boxes. I made some mistakes, obviously with costs and everything, you know, not knowing that when you when you're doing a small run, it's actually a lot more expensive yeah. than it is if you mass produce. But I had to learn I I had to take it as a positive 
part of my life. Mm. I really believed in my story and my experience. And I think that was my positivity because I knew I had this experience and I knew others could. Uh, and I believed what I, what I created was nothing, like nothing out there in the, so in the niche, industry. Yeah. It's yeah. just so niche. So I... I definitely think it's a challenge because you've children. Yes, my twins my, like myself. <laughs> I know. And my my girls now are 16, yeah. so they weren't that young. They weren't baby yeah. babies. But I remember sons, when yeah. we started out, you know, my sons are older. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when we when I started started out, I was adamant I would get home from bedtime. So I used to get the red eye. And I used to be in the um, airport and I fly out at what, 4 a.m., get in, do all my meetings, come back in the last flight home to put them to bed. And I used to leave one of my twins specifically, used to stand at the door and cry because she heard me getting up. And I remember sitting on the plane, tears, thinking, oh, "Oh no, I'm abandoning them. I'm leaving them. You know, but you, you know what they, they, they are. They might not admit it, but I think they are proud. <laughs> no, I was just about to say, I'm sure they are extremely proud, uh, proud of you and all that you've achieved because, I mean, they are just so exquisite. We must also mention the most beautiful uh, um, body and wash, the product, the body cream and the, the body wash. I mean, they are just fabulous. Yeah, so I was. We launched our hand and body um, at the beginning when we had the um, the, the perfumes. Mm. So what my the idea on that was, I wanted to create a standalone product that was actually going to transform your skin and do something to your skin. Mm. A lot of fragrance houses today would do a base moisturizer and they would add a little bit of scent. Yeah. But on my journey, I learned about you know I I spoke to a lot of people and they would ask me questions about you know why does scent not last on my skin for long? And I one of the things is if you have dry skin, the molecules of a, of a perfume find it very difficult to to grip to your skin and last so if you moisturize your skin first before you apply your fragrance it will actually help your fragrance to last on your skin longer and also it's down to the strength of your um, perfume as well so you've got your colognes your eau de toilette etc so it was important that I create when I created the Eau de Parfum that I was going to create a really good body line to go with it. And it would have the added luxury of a scent to it. Yeah. So we've added the number one, the number two um, scents to them. But in the, the washes and the lotions, they're paraben free, SLS free. The brand is all cruelty free. Um, but they actually, when you put them on your skin, it's got the aloe vera, cocoa butter, shea butter, marula seed oil, argan oil. Almond oil. They're, exquis- yeah, they're all, just beautiful, yeah. beautiful. So it will, you can wear them on their own and have a lovely scent to your body or you and use it as a layering effect for preparing your perfume. Or you can actually, you know, just wear them on your own or mix and match, put the number one lotion on with the number two fragrance. That's what I've done. Yeah. 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 So, I, and, so we launched that right at the beginning and we, do have exciting um, news that our hand and body wash and lotion containers are coming in as 100% sustainable. We've removed the plastic and we've, we, they should be launching 
soon. I'll keep you okay. updated. Yeah. Um, but we're going for the larger um, sustainable packaging and it's refillable, the same Fantastic. as the perfume. And the smaller travel sizes as well. Um, I use the, the lotion all year round and I've just been away in the sun for a week and I use no other cream but the, but that but the, the body lotion because it's so nourishing for your skin your skin feels just so beautifully soft and supple afterwards and just that lovely you know fragrance and you know you're literally, you're literally going around sniffing yourself to be quite honest yeah with you. but no the, the quality is outstanding as it as you, oh, I know only too well with anything you put your hand to Tanya and then with regard to okay we have stories one we have stories two will there be a stories three is that something yeah. coming down the line so we do have the the project of the hand and yeah. body sustainable, yeah. and then we launched our candles, which we need to get you candles. Oh. We we are the first in the industry that we know of that have cre- taken our top notes, heart notes, and back notes and created three separate candles. So they are the same as, but not the same. They're okay. inspired by our, our our iconic fragrances, but they're not identical. But it it continues the layering effect. So you go from your body to your perfume yeah. and then you can layer your home. So you get beautiful candle trio in one box and <gasps> um, in, in number one or number two. And you have the three candles in one box and you can either burn them together to get a more inspired effect of the perfume. Or you can divide them up and burn the top notes, the heart notes or the back notes oh, separately. So they are fabulous. they are they're 100 percent vegan. They've got the natural wax there mm. and the cotton wick everything about them I am just they're superb really are Gosh. so we've we've just launched those and um we I've already made three four and five fragrances but I'm an independent brand and it's yeah. hard you it know it's very hard yeah and it's so difficult to grow like you want and to keep so I've maintained um sort of the idea of you know you don't have to have loads and loads of product mm. you can keep your really great products that you have and they still have a lot of mileage to go so we are we're growing more slower than we'd like but they definitely are on the pipeline the idea would be i would love two fragrances a year to come out with the body line the candles um etc um but yeah you we just well yeah it's growing but but, yeah and everything that you do tanya it's so considered so, you know, as I said, we we adore one and two. You know, I've said this, I think, too many times. I'm 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 very happy with one and two. If three, four and five come along at some point, you know, that would be lovely. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, one and two are are just so, so beautiful. Yeah. When you mentioned there just about products and, you know, obviously the hand and body and the wash and everything, you know, we're talking about fragrance when it comes to Tanya and skin. Are there any particular products that you love to use uh, to keep skin healthy? Yeah, so thinking of, I suppose, my face, I, I, yeah, I would use Emma Hardy, the mor- Moringa. Yeah, the Moringa, the, yeah. The, the, the cleansing balm. I love that and I've used it for years. And I do love a cleansing balm um, rather than feeling stripped. I would okay. use it. I also would love the, is it the three lab? If I get this right, the it's, it's called three lab and it's a factor 40 at perfect B and B it's called. It is the most fabulous SPF. 
that I have ever put my hands on. And it's a factor 40. And um, you should oh, check it out. It is to, one yeah. of and I find it really difficult to get. So they only come in three different shades. And I have tried every SPF um, sort of BB cream there is. But this is very thick, very beautiful, but not thick and not white. And you could wear it just on its own during the day. Really, really good, but very difficult to get. So, you know, the Nette Porte and um, yeah. I don't even think what other one. But I've had to search quite hard to get it they don't always have all the you know the three colors in stock and I do like to go for the the darker one um I love that uh I'm actually trying I don't know whether you've heard of Amanda Caroline before oh no, I haven't I I, I must mention Amanda. I have met Amanda. She sits beside us in Fenwick in Bond Street. Um, she's that's where her one yeah. of her retailers are. And I've got to chatting to her, and she kindly sent me her face cream and her serum. Yeah, and it is beautiful, really, really beautiful. And she only as is not very long launched. I don't believe she's and she has the serum and the cream. I don't believe there's there's much else in her in in it at the moment. But the serum and the the cream is beautiful, and it's got a beautiful rose smell to it. I, I, my skin would be very fussy. It can't take scented products on my yeah, face. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd be the same but actually. This, this is stunning. So if you ever can get samples and try it from her, she is her. I do love that. So I'm trying that at the moment, but I always was a very big Medicaid fan. Yeah. That was yeah. that was what I really got my sort of hands on and it my, my face into you know and I used it for years and I'd never any bother with it yeah. but when Amanda kindly sent me I when I I was really impressed at the quality of it it was fabulous well that's one I'm definitely going to I'm definitely going to have to check and actually just because my twins are 16 as well with your girls I mean do you are they having a, a moment where they're kind of into their skincare or they're like their fragrance or you know is there anything do you think they'll follow yeah. in your footsteps shall we say I know well mm. it's only really I would say this last year that mm. they have been had an interest in um sort of perfume mm. but um yes to my disgust one of my daughters will will go and buy the high street and the smell of the vanilla that I don't like fills the house um but very much into candles as well, loves a scented product. And now I can see one of them specifically steals one of my perfumes going to school. And um, <laughs> the other one actually is studying um, beauty at the moment. So she's very, very much into her skincare and, and makeup and, and stuff. So fantastic. Um, yeah, so she's really getting on fabulously. But they do both use skincare. One of my daughters really suffered from acne from a young young age and um, still as she would have a little bit of scarring that um it, at 16 I know will probably not get any worse but yeah, it's yeah she has had um oh my goodness no I forget about the make of it but it is a, a, like a prescribed one that you can get in a beauticians and stuff but I okay. uh, and I can't even remember the name of it but she's very religious about doing her skincare morning and night oh we like to we like to hear that that's for sure <laughs> Yes. Well, look, we put up uh, or others, I put up a, a little question box uh, on Instagram before you were coming in because I just wanted yeah, 
again, followers to have the opportunity to ask you a few questions. Now, we answered one of them, which was, were, you know, were there any challenges, I suppose, you encountered in, in building stories apart from into the brand it is today? Um, so we kind of touched on that. Um, somebody was asking, uh, what other fragrances do you like to wear? Is there any other particular ones? <laughs> Can you even say that? <laughs> I would say if there was, yeah. I could tell you every fragrance I've worn from I was probably about 14 or 15. Um, and, I, you know, I have never gone back and revisited them, but I remember specifically always having a fragrance and I have never worn one other fragrance. I obviously, the other ones that I have made yeah. that I still have the testers, I would use them on days that I need to feel mm. yes this is coming but I don't and you know I mix it up with it with both of them because you know yourself you can actually wear oh, aroma. yes yeah and yes. actually I think that was a question uh yeah I think can you mix yeah but, but of course you can layer the two yeah absolutely and we are a fine fragrance because we're a niche brand um very complex ingredients but they are made in such a way that they sit really well together yeah. and when you spray a fragrance first yeah the tolerance comes through and then they disperse after about half an hour okay and then your heart notes come through and they sit for an hour or two and then your back notes your base notes are the ones that sit for hours later so if you get your back notes right you can actually layer them well as long as okay. you know, most base notes work really well together. So I always tell people to to play around. One thing, you know, yeah. One thing I would say, don't rub your wrists together because you okay. disperse them in the wrong order. But I definitely do not. Um, I don't wear any other fragrances, okay. and I actually I don't dislike any of yeah. them. But you don't need to wear any. Of I just no Never tired of them, yeah. never sickened yeah. of them, never thinking, oh, when's the next one's coming? Yeah. I just love them. And actually, just when you said there about uh, the wrists, one of the questions was, yeah, how best to apply your fragrance? Like, I, I, yeah. Is there a particular yeah. better way that we should be uh, applying fragrance? So I, I I honestly I do a lot of training um, about perfume and we do master classes as well. And I always see people spritzing and then rubbing the wrists. And I'm like, no, stop, yeah. don't do that. Because it is a scientific pro process okay. with the way that a fragrance is created. Yeah. It is created in a way that the notes will come through at certain times. So if you rub your wrists together, you're mixing up the notes and can actually make the fragrance smell different. Okay. So you should never rub. You spray and yeah. leave it to dry itself. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you you what we normally say is spritz the areas in your body that are warm. So your okay. pulse points. So okay. if you spritz behind your ears, um, around your even your throat, neck area, yeah. behind your knees, and I always like to do it at the ends of my hair I was because just about to say yeah. yeah. And it won't damage unless there is an awful yeah. lot of alcohol level in there, which yeah. which we normally, yeah. mostly fragrances do not have a lot. It's really good because it helps it to last a lot longer. Well, for those, um, Tanya, who obviously want to, to try it for themselves, I know you have your online store in Dublin, Harvey Nichols, uh, Curation Brian Kildare, Thomas. Brand Thomas. Brian Thomas. Of, how yeah. could I forget Brand Thomas? Oh, my yeah. goodness. We're yeah. going to find Brian Thomas and Dundrum. Yeah. Um, 
And we're in Curator, which is fabulous because we recently did the sustainability side of things mm-hmm. and took away all our plastic. So they are fantastically loving um, the brand down there with yeah. the old bottle, the old packaging. Um, but yeah, so online as well. We're across quite a lot of stores now, yeah. so I can't even mention them all, but across um, the UK. It's just such a wonderful success story. Um, and thank you for sharing it with us today Tanya Um, honestly it's you know it's always such a pleasure to see you uh, and hopefully I missed you the last time when you were in uh, in Dublin but hopefully uh, I might get to see you the next time and thank you so so much for for sharing your story with us and continued success with Stories Parfums. Oh thank you Sharna and it's been my absolute pleasure to share it with you so thank you for inviting me. Thank you for listening to Sherna Talks Beauty and thank you to Revive Active, Ireland's number one dietary and supplement brand. If you have any beauty questions or you'd like to get in touch with me, email hello at shernamalone.ie or message me on Instagram at shernamalone.ie and don't forget to tag me on socials, hashtag Sherna Talks Beauty. Talk soon.